regarded as the third largest crime in the world, a gross violation against human rights. Human trafficking entails sexual exploitation, forced labor, organ harvesting, child trafficking, and forced marriages. As a crusader against human trafficking and the founder of the Roost Foundation, we are committed to preventing human trafficking and providing support for victims. Partner with us today, and together we can save humanity. For inquiries, partnership and support, visit our website on www.roostfoundation.org. Email info at roostfoundation.org. Follow us on our social media platforms. Telephone numbers plus 234-803-787-0683 plus 234-907-034-3838. Roost Foundation, together saving humanity. Hello everyone, I'm Dame Julia Cardonley. Today I'll be talking about the role of traditional rulers in the fight against human trafficking. One of the new trends in tackling insecurity in Nigeria is involving traditional rulers because of the important positions they occupy in the community. This method can also be adopted in fighting sexual and gender-based violence because it is a human rights abuse issue that has an adverse effect on every level of the society. Traditional rulers have a huge role to play in tackling human trafficking in Nigeria because one of the control mechanisms used by traffickers is oath-taking. I champion proactive participation of government at all levels and the society at all levels. And this includes traditional rulers. Because experience has taught me that we cannot afford to leave any stone unturned if we must win this fight. Oath-taking is one of the very strong mechanisms that keeps victims in perpetual fear and bondage. And so during my tenure as the Director General of NAPTIP, after rescuing victims, I would always have a personal chat with them. And from all indications, it was clear that there was a code of silence that was common amongst all the victims. I would always encourage them to talk to us, and they would stare at me in silence. Don't you want us to go after your traffickers and stop them from luring other victims? Any information you give us about them would help in saving lives of hundreds of young people out there. I would plead passionately, but I would still be greeted with silence. What exactly is the problem? Is there any way you think we can help you talk? I would patiently ask. And normally, this would also be greeted with more silence. But then, silence never deterred me because I knew that they had been threatened and manipulated into silence. And gradually, they opened up and told me that although they trusted me and had confidence in my ability to protect them, they did not want to die or run crazy. Wow. What this simply means is that their traffickers had taken them to shrines where they were forced to take an oath that dictates that they would run mad or even die if they ever disclosed information about their traffickers or escaped from their madams or their masters. The culture of silence is a serious clog in our wheel of progress because it constitutes an obstacle to us obtaining first-hand information that would enable us to nab human traffickers. I thought about the situation and I came to a conclusion that it was time we paid our traditional rulers a visit. And with my team, we visited Edo State and paid a courtesy call to the Oba of Benin. We told him about some of our challenges and he requested to have a meeting with the traditionalists and herbalists in the state. And after some ceremonies, he charged them to desist from providing their services to traffickers 
who forced their victims to take oaths in shrines, in forests, and along river banks. He made a pronouncement that as from that day henceforth, anyone who in any way assisted traffickers to carry out their illicit trade will face dire consequences. And because of the respect they have for their traditional ruler, they complied to bid him. When traffickers and their syndicates noticed that Edo State was no longer a safe haven for them to subject their victims to oath-taking, they moved to neighboring states. This real-life experience buttresses the point that, indeed, traditional rulers have a huge role to play, especially since they occupy a vantage position in the society, coupled with the fact that they are mostly respected and revered and have the backing of the gods and loyalty of the people. The role of traditional rulers in this business is not restricted to oath-taking alone, as custodians of the cultures and traditions of the land, traditional rulers have the opportunity and authority to influence public perceptions in carrying out grassroots sensitization. Traditional rulers should also be involved so that we can have better results. Many people will turn deaf ears to the admonition of strangers, but when they hear that the Oba, Emya, or Obi says we should not do this, they take it seriously. Because disobedience to the traditional institution or to the rulers is an abomination. For instance, the traditionalists and herbalists that were summoned in Edo obeyed and desisted from doing what they were warned against because the proclamation came from their traditional ruler. My team and I had earlier on gone to them to talk about swearing oaths and all of that against the victims. They, even though they promised that they were going to stop, I still did not want to take chances and that was why I decided to talk to an authority that cannot be defied. Traditional rulers have the platform to ensure that security personnel and the local vigilante groups within their communities take seriously the task of ensuring the security of lives and properties. Vigilante groups can be charged with reporting cases to relevant authorities when they suspect that human trafficking is about to take place and then when they suspect that anyone is aiding or abetting trafficking. They can also report to relevant authorities, buildings and locations that provide shelter to trafficked victims. In Nigeria, as well as other African countries, it is common for political leaders and government officials to visit the palace of traditional rulers whenever they visit a community. And this shows that traditional rulers in most cases have direct access to government at all levels. They can leverage on this direct access to ensure that the government deploys more resources in tackling this scourge because the fight against human trafficking is capital intensive and demands lots of human and material resources. Thank you for listening.